Peak Wealth Management proudly presents Finding True Wealth with certified financial planner Nick Hopwood and accredited investment fiduciary Jim Pilot. Nick and Jim believe by making simple, good financial decisions, you can retire with confidence. And now let's turn it over to your hosts, Nick and Jim. Welcome. Welcome, everyone, to uh, episode 91 of the Retire With Confidence podcast. I am Nick Hopwood. I'm Jim Pilot. And today we're going to be talking about the buyout offer and doing the math. It's a good topic. It's timely. Timely. Yeah, timely. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, before we jump in, let's talk about the recent transaction with TD Ameritrade. Yeah, it was interesting seeing that come through uh, the other day that the, the merger is now complete. Right. They yeah, it took about a year. Yeah, for Schwab to officially sign all the papers to be the acquirer of TD Ameritrade. Yep. So it's a done deal. So that means that this Ameritrade polo here, for those of you watching on YouTube, <laughs> uh, YouTube.com/peakwealthmgmt. Yep. Short for management. Uh, this is a collector's item now. Yeah, it's vintage. Yeah. It's very, I mean, very cool. I should probably just put it away and not wear it again. <laughs> So it doesn't get a stain on it right. or something. Yeah, that would be tragic. But uh, what are we expecting? You know, they say 18 to 36 months until yeah things are fully integrated. Yeah, that, that's one thing that stood out to me. You know, thinking that hey, it's official. What happens tomorrow, right? And so far, it's all the feedback we've gotten is don't expect big changes for 18 to 36 months. Yeah, you're taking Schwab, which is the largest custodian. Mm -hmm and Ameritrade, which is the third largest, and mm -hmm. you're making this supersized number one. Right. So we're talking about trillions and trillions of dollars yeah. and millions of accounts and thousands and thousands of employees. Right. And thousands of RIAs. <laughs> it's a huge, huge undertaking. Yeah. All with different systems and, and you know trade software and all the different things. Uh, right. So from our point of view, what we've heard is that they're keeping the systems that we really love. One of the reasons why we aligned with Ameritrade was some of the technology mm -hmm. that they offer. And you know, Schwab has been a leader in fees, so yeah. that, I'm not worried about that at all. Mm -hmm. um, but the people at Ameritrade were, are fantastic. Yeah. Now, we've been custodying with TD for over five years now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, since summer of 15, right. so over five years. And I still feel like it's a honeymoon. Yeah. So. Yeah, they was, got that right. Yeah, it was really exciting to hear them specifically comment on keeping around a lot of the technology and things that we've gotten used to. So, yep, that's that is a real big plus. So hurry up and wait. Yeah. Although the Ameritrade name will be gone, so if you have an Ameritrade, you know, pen, keep it. Right. Right. <laughs> Don't get rid of that one. <laughs> what else is going on? It's it's officially fall, right? It is fall. Yeah. It's uh, end you know, of the third quarter. Yep, end of the third quarter. It's uh, it's been an interesting quarter, largely positive, right? For in terms of market return. Yeah, uh, our friends, our old friends at LPL Research, they say, mm -hmm. when the when the third quarter is good, the the fourth quarter is usually good as well. Yeah, it's they got a pretty it's got a pretty long track record of of uh, playing out that way, doesn't it? Right. So going back to 1950, if the third quarter makes more than seven and a half percent. The fourth quarter has always been positive. Always, yeah. Always. Now that's past results, and we know about those. Yeah. No Future is not. Yeah. However, that yeah. goes, right? <laughs> but the here's the here's the thing: the average fourth quarter return after a strong third quarter is seven point three percent. 
Mm-hmm. So a strong third quarter and an almost equally strong fourth. Right. So that's that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, in this third quarter, we had a couple rough weeks in September, but really beyond that, I mean, as the numbers played out, really great quarter. So that kind of leads us into what are we seeing in the fourth quarter this year mm-hmm. at the election? Yep, yeah, there's the election, and that's some people I'm sure will, will have that comment, but you know, how can, you know, how can we be confident going ahead with the unknown of the election, right? But we, we did a podcast on that. Episode uh, 84. Episode 84, we talked about uh, the election and investment returns during that time. And our opinions really haven't changed since then, so we would yeah. direct you back to episode 84 yeah. if you want to talk about the election. Yep, I think that's a good idea. Okay, all right, so let's get into the topic for 91 here, which is the buyout offer and doing the math. So right now, specifically in Southeast Michigan, we're seeing buyouts hitting people's email boxes, buyout offers for employees at some auto companies, among other places. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what should you do? Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a really important question, and I like the, the you know the title of it about doing the math is really in my mind one of the most important things, right? It's so easy to look at it and say, "Wow, I could get all this money, I could do this, I could do that," but knowing which way to go really requires some, some evaluation. Sure. So emotionally, right? A lot of people that are getting these offers, I'm sure they're like ready to go. Yeah. Right. A lot of people. Mm-hmm. Not always the case, right? I can think of some people in the last few years that we've talked with that their entire identity was tied up with their mm-hmm. career. Right. And so when the career's gone, mm-hmm. they didn't know what to do. Yeah. That's that's a really good point. You know, I mean, is is the buyout offer is it a gift, right? Or is it uh, the opposite. The opposite, right? <laughs> yeah. Curse, right? All right, so a gift, right? <laughs> Emotionally, right? If we're ready to go, yeah. If we are ready to go anyway, and you're on track, and all the numbers work, and, yeah. Remember, there's four things that we need to think about with, mm-hmm. am I ready to retire? Mm-hmm. And we did a podcast. It's like one of the very first ones mm-hmm. on this topic. So first thing is, do we have enough money? Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's what we can help with. Mm-hmm. Okay. The second thing is, have I achieved everything I want to with my career? Right. Okay. That's so. If you're career driven, right. that's important. Yeah, if you met your goals, yeah. Uh, yep. The third thing is what am I gonna do? Mm-hmm. Because if if your entire identity is based on your career and you don't have any hobbies or any friends mm-hmm. away from work, then that's a real problem. And the right. fourth thing is, is my spouse on board? Right. You know, we've seen plenty of cases over the years where uh, <laughs> you know, if it's the husband who's coming home from, from Ford Mm-hmm. You know, she doesn't want him around all day. Right. You know, he's in her space now. A buddy told me, <laughs> yeah, a buddy told me over the summer that his dad is home now, and you know, he's got cable news on, like mm-hmm. volume level seventy-two, mm-hmm. and the radio on, right? And she's she, she's like, she, "What's going on here? I just lost the house." <laughs> yeah, she wants him to go back. Right. Know? Right. Right. So there's those those four things t- right. to focus on. So. Doing the math, right? That's where, mm-hmm. that's where we really come in as experts. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you were, if you know that you've got enough money, and you're kind of ready to be done, maybe you're waiting for this, and it is just a gift, right. like the icing on the cake. Yeah. Okay. Um, what are you going to get though? You're going to get a lump sum. Mm-hmm. In many cases, you'll get something like a year, maybe a little less worth of comp, mm-hmm. right? 
they write a check? Nine months. Yeah, anywhere, you know, nine to 12 months. I think months it's nine months we're seeing right common. now. Yeah. Um, often formulas are like one week for each year of service or two weeks for each year of service. Mm -hmm. uh, oftentimes you'll get a healthcare bridge, right? right. Um, oftentimes you get a pension sweetener. Yeah. And back in 2001, when we saw these, these guys getting the buyouts, they'd go to work somewhere else. So they're collecting, they're collecting the pension, mm -hmm. they're collecting the severance, and then going to work for yeah. a new company. So they're rolling in it right. for a couple Cash years. Cash flow had never been so good, right? Right. So uh, basically, if you're ready to retire anyway, this is a gift, okay? Mm -hmm. But if you're not ready to retire already, we have to think long and hard right. about, like the case we worked on um, in Ohio recently, Mm -hmm. where there's 10 years of work still left, mm -hmm. right? We have a, a nice severance, but we have to go back to work mm -hmm. and con continue to save right? because these are the prime earnings years. Right. And the, the rug was kind of just pulled out from underneath. Right. And it can be hard to, to walk away you know, from a sure thing, right? A sure job to, in hopes of finding something else. You, know, you may feel confident or feel you know, comfortable that you'll be able to land another job, but there's really... Uh, no for sure thing, right? That's correct. Um, so what, what do we do, right? We say, here's, what, here's where you are, and here's what we think you can make, and here's what we think we can save over the next 10 years, and here's where we think we can be, mm -hmm. you know, and can we make it with 100% probability? That's the right. key. Yeah. So what's the other thing that we're getting in the mail right now? The pension lump sum offers. Yeah, the lump sum is, is definitely something, that's where you really have to do the math to figure it out. Um, because some people love the idea of a pension, right? Every month you get another check in the mailbox, right? It sounds great. And there's other people who say, I don't trust it, right? I'm not gonna take this pension that's gonna go bankrupt, right? Maybe, you know, two, two valid concerns, right? But trying to figure out what is your best option. And that's where you really gotta to, to do the work on it and figure out what the lump sum is worth, right? And is it enough, you know, what can it generate inside the pension? What could it generate outside of the pension? You know, do you expose it to market risk, you know, and put it in the stock market or do you put it in something else that's guaranteed like the pension was guaranteed? And how confident are you in the guarantees of that company? Yeah, I think the decision process, right? There's a couple of decision trees. The first one is, uh, what is my, you have to understand what is my monthly benefit and I want to protect my spouse. Mm -hmm. So I want to really consider that 100% survivorship option mm -hmm. and look at that monthly amount and say, you know, let's say it's $4,000 a month, right? Well, I want to look at that number and then consider if I take that lump sum, mm -hmm. can I take that to an insurance company and get a better monthly amount than 4,000 a month, mm -hmm. right? Because the pension's guaranteed, the insurance company income is guaranteed right and if it's more than four thousand over here then that should be looked at mm -hmm. the other thing that people want to understand is that if if uh if i pass away early right my spouse is protected but then if she passes away early right. then my kids get nothing right with the insurance company option um there's a contingent beneficiary if we both die early right okay so i'm protecting my kids so if we have a larger monthly amount from the insurance company and it protects my kids, then I want to look at that as yeah. a strong consideration. Right. There's a lot of positives there because yeah. yeah, I mean a lot of people that's 
for some, that's their biggest asset is their pension, right? For and sure. the thought of, of not having any opportunity to pass that on to the kids uh, is difficult. So looking for ways to, to be able to do that and provide some longevity to that, even beyond you, know, you and the spouse is really valuable. Yeah, and you know, 10 years, uh, I think they started offering these 10 years ago, but before that you didn't have this choice. Mm-hmm. So you'd simply have to choose the monthly option and if you both didn't live, tough luck. Right, the pension won that time. That's right. right. The pension got ahead. That's right. So then the other thing is, well, yes, you can take the lump sum and have a similar look and feel as the monthly pension. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can get more, like I said, or you can invest it differently. And I like to say, mm-hmm. guys, be really careful if you're taking money that's guaranteed mm-hmm. and giving up that guarantee and going somewhere else where there's no longer a guarantee. Right. That's conser- it's troubling, okay? Um, it's troubling because you probably already have, if you have a big pension like this, you probably already have a big 401, mm-hmm. okay? And you're, t- you're shouldering all the risk of that 401. And now you're maybe doubling or tripling the size of your portfolio by taking the pension lump sum. And all of that's going on, you're taking that risk as well. Right. You're actually transferring the risk away from the employer, from the pension fund, from the insurance company back onto yourself. And now you're holding all of it. Right. And, and with bigger numbers comes more emotion too, right? Yeah. I mean, if you, if you have 500,000 or you have 1.5 million, 10%, a it's a big difference. It's a big difference, right? Numbers-wise, you're seeing a, a lot bigger number in the red if we have a bad market. That's right. You're looking at every day, every week, every month, and with the pension fund, you never thought about it ever. Right. And now you're seeing it. Yeah. So that's a good point. Um, also, right, imagine if you did this a year ago, right? You mm-hmm. doubled or tripled the size of your portfolio, and then you go through COVID. Right. Right. If you were invested too aggressively, Right, and remember, you're taking the risk. Mm-hmm. How did you feel during March? There's probably a lot of people would be second-guessing their decision, right? Right. <laughs> be feeling the pain. That's right. And it, the market's back, so that's great. Mm-hmm. But it is worth remembering or considering. Right. So if you're looking for help understanding, right, should I take the buyout offer? Right. What should I do with my lump sum pension offer? Mm-hmm. Who else should you go to besides us? Can't think of anyone else. No. Yeah. But, I, but something, I'll, I'll make another comment that I think is important is it's you don't know, automatically want to default to, I, I should take the lump sum out of the pension either, right? Because we've we've run these calculations for other people. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, open-minded. And, yeah, I mean, you really need to keep an open mind because there was some, I've, I've seen it a lot with educators, teachers who have the, the pension through the state, and the lump sum doesn't come close to the benefit that you get, the monthly benefit that you get through the pension. So you can't just blindly think, hey, the pension's there is a lump sum, I gotta take it and do something with it. Um, it's just part of the process. You just, it's all a part of the reason why we have to evaluate it and make sure we, we know that w- what decision we're making, what we're giving up if we just uh, blindly take it. Was that state of Michigan? State of Michigan, yeah. yeah. I mean, comparing auto companies to the state of Michigan, it was like yeah. night and day. Yeah, the state of Michigan, yeah, the lump sum, I mean, in this situation, I mean, if he took the monthly benefit instead of the lump sum, I mean, he surpassed the 
the lump sum amount within like five years or something. It wasn't even close. That's a no-brainer. Yeah. So you'd so, want to take the monthly. Yep. So it's just really important to make sure you, you run the numbers and you understand uh, the pros and cons of whatever your decision is. Very good. So this is the big closing point here. We believe that we provide education and guidance to help you retire with confidence. So if you have a portfolio over 500000 give us a call. Visit us on peakwm.com. See if it's a good fit, and you can even schedule an appointment from right there on peakwm.com. And Jim is talking about teachers. We have a great teachers page. We do. Peakwm.com slash teachers. Yep, there you go. All right, so that's it for episode 91. We'll see you next week for 92. You've been listening to certified financial planner Nick Hopwood and accredited investment fiduciary Jim Pilot on the Finding True Wealth podcast sponsored by Peak Wealth Management. You can learn more about Peak Wealth Management by visiting peakwm.com or follow on Twitter at nhopwood1.